Hey, welcome to Inner Guidance Daily, episode number six. I had the opportunity to sit down with Genevieve, the founder of Women Us Community. Women Us Community is a place where women get to evolve their own communities through mindfulness, movement, and community impact. She's a certified personal trainer, yoga instructor, lead cycle trainer, meditation coach, the woman does it all. She has over 10 years of experience in the field of health and wellness. She was a former journalist in New York City, and then she left her dream job as a journalist to search for her own true purpose in life, helping others to expand their potential by building their confidence and strengthening their mental capacity. I know when you listen to this conversation, you will leave feeling like you can knock down the door. You can take over the world. You will feel capable and you will be able to connect with your own inner strength. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Enjoy. Welcome to Inner Guidance Daily Podcast. I am joined by one of my most amazing specialists, awesomest friends, Jen. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. I'm first off, I'm so proud of you and I'm so honored to be on here today. Thank you for thinking of me. Thank you. I'm proud of you. I, I was going to save my acknowledgements for the end, but I might as well just do it now and get it out of the way. Get out of the way. <laughs> Jen, I just wanted to recognize you for just a moment and just allow everybody to understand how amazing your spirit is and your generosity. I just got goosebumps talking about this, but you are just out there pounding the pavement and giving women the opportunity to feel empowered and motivated and inspired. And you are just a breath of fresh air. I really want you to feel and understand how important you are in this world and people really truly need you right now. So just wanted to acknowledge you. Oh man, I don't know. Maybe we should have waited. I'm going to get like, <laughs> oh, thank you. And, and truly right back at you. I know we'll get into kind of how we met, but you, I, I'm, I'm thankful for you because you've truly been um, just so grounding for me and, and so encouraging through all of this. So oh, you're welcome. We need each other. We really truly we do. do. We do. We all need each other, right? We do. So I wanted to just share with people a little bit of background about how we met. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we uh, met through Instagram, which I think a lot of people now do. Like when you yeah. have a platform and you have a business that you're building, Instagram is such an amazing place. Um, and so I think I reached out to you just wanting to know what is Women's Community? You know, what are you doing? How can we collaborate? How can we get together? And um, we met for coffee at um, a co-working space here in Boise. And I just remember like, as soon as I, I like met you and saw you in person, I was like, oh, this girl's golden. She's just so amazing and so awesome. Um, but I thought maybe you could share with us a little bit about Women S community and what it is. First of all, what is a Women S? Tell us what a Women S is first. Yeah. Let's start there. So this is great. And, and this is something that I get asked a lot of women-ness or woman-ness, however you pronounce women, really, that's how you say oh, it. Did I say it wrong? No, you said it perfect. I've just okay. had a lot of people recently say like, how do you even pronounce them? Like woman, women, women-ness. So okay. women-ness is honestly anybody. Our biggest point is, and that's why we included women-ness community, that we're a community of women. And a women-ness is every woman. We are inclusive. Uh, and it is, it's really a woman who is strong. Uh, she stands up for what she believes in. She's compassionate. She's resilient. She empowers other women. And, and I came across it when I was looking for something, you know, I, I, I've always been involved with 
organizations that support girls and support women from Girl Scouts, uh, Boys and Girls Club. I was involved in the Miss America organization, um, which was very big about empowering women scholastically and community. And so when I put something together, I knew that all of my callings, and I'm sure we'll get into this later, but everything led me to wanting to help my community, but wanting to put my focus into women. So what Women as Community is, is it's a community that empowers women through mindfulness, movement, and community impact. So we do this through a number of ways. Uh, we offer guided meditations. Um, we offer meetups. So uh, we try to include a movement and a networking opportunity. And, and I know you've been involved with us on several of these um, from pop-ups, like one that we have going on soon, uh, yoga and meditation. And then through motivation through movement, which is our large scale event that we're working on creating as an annual event, which brings in movement leaders and speakers and a meditation coach. So you and the biggest thing that we try to get across is that we're empowering women because we think that each woman has a gift. And each woman has a strength and that gift. We want to see them utilize in their communities. So we empower women so that they can in turn empower their communities. That's the big picture. Amazing. Amazing. And I have been part of your events and it's just like the, the spirit of the events is palpable. Like people are just there craving for that authenticity and connection. So what is it about women and female empowerment that like, what is it about like you that feels so called to participate in that? I think I feel so called to participate in, in this because like I said, from a young age, I mean, when I was Gosh, even before I was able to be in Girl Scouts, my mom was a Girl Scout leader. And I was very fortunate that from, I mean, my earliest childhood memories were of these positive female role models just supporting me and encouraging me. And, and I think at the time, it just was so natural to me that I didn't realize, like, this isn't the way it is for everybody. Like, they're not... I'm very gifted to have been in an environment where I had these powerful role models and so with being involved in Girl Scouts, a big part of it was, again, that message of how can we give back to our communities? And so there's a couple of awards. So if you're familiar with Girl Scouts, there's the Bronze, Silver, and Gold Award. And for my Gold Award, I created self-esteem workshops for girls. So again, this, this started at a young age, and it was uh, designing self-esteem workshops that revolved around health and wellness, uh, around, you know, owning our strengths. And, and the first question that I ask girls is, you know, your name and something that you like about yourselves. And that is the hardest question. It doesn't matter what age you are, is the hardest question that you will ever be asked about you. And, and so I think from that and then competing in Miss America, which was, I mean, I relate what I'm going through right now, kind of similar to that in a different way, in like a, you know, different circumstance, but very similar feelings because, you know, it was a space where I felt very supported, but I felt very challenged as mm. to who am I, what do I stand for? And so I think that's where my calling has come from because of the experiences that I've had leading up to this. Amazing. What do you like about yourself the most? Oh man, you know, this is interesting and it, it is, it's a tough question, but I asked my husband this on our walk for Easter. We, we went for a walk in the foothills and, and I turned to him, I said, what's your favorite thing about you? And, and mm -hmm. I think it threw him off again, hardest question you'll ever be asked. And then he, he said, well, what's your favorite thing about you? And 
and I, I thought about it and I, I really can confidently say that my favorite thing about me is my ability to connect with others. And, and I think to make others feel like they're in a safe space uh, mm. to thrive. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Especially as a woman, which I, you know, we can talk a little bit about that, you know, you can easily like that can roll off the tongue for you, you know, that, you know, you're able to connect with that place within you. Um, and so maybe you can help us to uh, understand, I'm sure competing in, in pageants and, you know, in that being in that environment where it's competitive, yeah. right? Yeah, totally. Um, and, you know, just living in the world that we live in today, where it, the nature of how women treat each other, um, how can you, how do you personally decipher between like, a fearful thought, you know, about trying to do something or, um, you know, your ego or then like your inner guidance saying, no, go for that, Jen, or, or no, like Jen, you are an amazing person and, you know, you can really connect people, but then there might be this like fearful egotistical voice, you know, or ego voice that's like telling you otherwise, how do you hone in and really trust that inner guidance? Yeah. That's a, that's a really great question. And I think it gets down to mindfulness and, and to taking, you know, I'm reading a book, I'm reading one of John Maxwell's book right now, where he's talking about the importance of pausing and reflecting, which is something mm-hmm. I think that we're honing in on right now. And I think a lot of times our lifestyles are so busy. And I, I mean, I get it. I am guilty of it. And I'm the yes queen. I want to say yes to everything. And I think that it's when we give ourselves those opportunities to pause and to sit in whatever's going on and to listen to really what's going on internally. Because I think a couple of things that stood out when you asked that is that, you know, I don't think fear is a bad thing. I think that fear can be beneficial, but I think if we're not giving ourselves the space to sit in our fear and to understand why am I fearing this? Is it because I have a legitimate fear and that's my gut telling me to stay away from this and to move in a different direction? Or is it that, you know, I'm, a, I'm afraid to sit in this sensation, you know, I'm afraid of, of what the outcome is going to be. I'm afraid to fail. I'm afraid of what other people are going to think. And it's, it's something that if we're not super mindful in our external environment and in our internal dialogue, that fear can limit our abilities. It can start to create doubts that really don't have power until we give them power. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think, you know, going back to our inner guidance, like why it's so important to have an inner guidance is because that inner guidance, that gut, you know, whatever it is, is going to direct us, I believe in the direction that we're supposed to be going, but we have to be open-minded to outcomes that maybe we weren't predicting. Right. We have to be open to relationships uh, and, and open to failing, open to failing and learning from those, those failures and those circumstances that, that we weren't expecting. Right. I think it's hard sometimes for people to trust their inner guidance because there's this idea that we have to be perfect, right? Totally. Especially okay. for women, like everything we say has to be perfect. We have to look perfect. Mm-hmm. If we start a business, it has to be perfect. You know, yeah. all the things we can't fail. So yes, being able to, you know, try something new, fail, get up and go again. Um, you mentioned something about pausing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and taking the time to pause and reflect. How do you do that in your life? Like if you're, you know, a busy person and, you know, you, life is just happening so fast, 
what would you advise for that person to do to start pausing and reflecting? I think it's, you have to, you have to recognize it first, right? You have, something has to call you to pause. And I'll be the first to say that in over the last couple of years, I, I really wasn't taking time to pause. I was very overcommitted. And because of that, I was giving to a lot of other people. And, and so by the end of the day, I, honest, I didn't really have a whole lot left to give to myself. And so I think that's going to be a hard question or a hard answer to give to someone who's, you know, constantly go, go, go. But I think if you're listening to this right now, I would encourage you to pause and to pause and to, you know, just slow down, you know, close your eyes if you need to, you know, for a couple of minutes, focus on breath work, focus on, and you don't, you can call it meditation if you want, you can call it just, you know, uh, um, being mindful in the moment, but really sit and ask yourself, how am I right now? And I realized that this time, as challenging as it has been, has really been a gift for me because it's allowed me to sit and to pause and to sit in some feelings. I mean, feelings that have built up over the last 10 years that I really haven't acknowledged, you know, mm -hmm. pain, challenges, uh, joy, uh, and to sit in it. And so to answer the rest of your question, then what I'm doing now that I've really recognized that I need to be prioritizing time to pause is uh, I've. I've really focused on my habits and my routine. So in the morning, first thing we do when we wake up is we meditate. My husband and I and our dogs, if they'll mm -hmm. meditate with us, you know, we meditate. And I know that you, I mean, that's something that you really, that's your focus. And, and so you understand, but I think for someone who's just getting into this, just meditating for a couple minutes, couple minutes, sit down. And then I like to journal. I have a very a uh, quick little prompt that I go through every morning, talk about my gratitude, my intentions for the day, and then like a mantra. And then end of the day, three great things that happened to me. Uh, and then what's one thing that I could do tomorrow that will make the day better? And that right there, I've noticed such a change in how it sets me up for the rest of my day so that no matter what happens, because things are going to be out of our control all the time, we can't control everything. But if you can find that time to pause and to just set yourself up and give yourself the strength and the courage that no matter what happens, I'm strong, I'm capable, and I'm able to move forward from this. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, is that, that journaling experience something that people can get and use from you? Like, is that something that you have available or will have available at some point for yeah. people? So this particular one is something that I've used from someone else, but we are actually working right now. So we started a 21 days of mindfulness challenge with women S last fall. We've done a couple rounds of it now. And the whole idea is to establish mindfulness uh, and to work on habit building. So that's kind of where it's up to you. If you're working on a habit, we are establishing a foundation for you. And so we're working on a workbook right now that people will be able to get both a digital, digital copy of it, and then they'll also get a physical copy. So no matter what your learning style is, if you like to, you know, I'm very hand to, uh, hand to pen. I like to yeah. write it all down. Um, but if you like something that's virtual, we're going to make that as well. That's so cool. I know people yeah. benefit from that so much. Um, it's amazing that you have that resource. Okay. So I want to talk about strength because you are for sure a strong woman. You exude strength, not only because you're, you know, in physical shape and you teach, you know, yoga and cycling and 
all those things, but you were just like at your core, such a strong, strong woman, which by the way, you know, I think sometimes women think that strong women have to be stoic or not emotional or a certain, they have to look a certain way, act a certain way, just because of what we've been brought up around. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, it comes in a variety of shapes and, and strength sometimes is being way softer and more gentle than the average. Yeah. Right. Um, but you really do exude strength in, in so many ways. So I wanted to ask you a question about being a lead cycle, cycle, cycle coach. What do you guys call yeah, it? It's called a cycle star. Um, star. Okay. But it is. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah. Lead, a lead coach, a lead trainer. Okay. So at cycle bar and, um, I personally have never done it, but a lot of my friends have done it and they just rave, rave about it. So I wanted to ask you, and I've always been curious about this, like what about that environment and that um, method of working out really inspires people to go deep? Like, yeah. I feel like people aren't just working out and working out stuff, but like, there's something about what you guys do there. And I thought maybe you could share a little bit more about your insights of being a coach and seeing people and what is it about this environment that really helps people dig deep and really connect with themselves? Yeah, it's, I mean, this is where my other passion is of everything that I've done of every format I've ever taught. Um, cycling truly is something that whew, it's, I think one of the reasons why this has been so challenging is because I've realized that that's become my space for coping and forgiving. Uh, and I think that's also where a lot of women is, where a lot of our, our key foundation and our vision comes from. And I think there's a number of reasons why people turn to it for a multitude of purposes. So, uh, you know, fitness, yes, you know, helping with health. I mean, we, when I talk to our, our riders, you know, that's a big part first off is that we're very, again, community oriented. You know, we want when people walk in, we, our first room that people will walk into is called our community room mm -hmm. because we want to encourage people to come early and mingle, stay after and connect together. And to recognize that when they walk into those doors, you know, the minute you walk in, it can be a little intimidating, especially if you've never taken a cycle class or if you are just getting into a fitness regime um, because there's lights that can change from like party strobe lights to blackout to spotlight. And the reason beyond that, behind that is because we're trying to create an experience. And that experience is something where we want people to walk in. And, and my personal goal is that when you walk in, no matter what kind of a day you're having, no matter what you're going through, that by the time you get through this, you know, 45 minute workout, this 45 minute experience, you leave feeling better and you leave feeling stronger, both physically, emotionally, and mentally. Mm -hmm. And the way that the way that it's been structured and designed is, you know, we always tell our instructors when we're training them that you're taking them through again. I use experience because that's our biggest, biggest thing that we try to focus on is it's not just, okay, here's song one, here's song two, you're going to take them on a hill. They're going to go into a flat, but they're so specific in how they built this up so that you are now connected with the person who's across the room. You know, we have 50 bikes in the studio. So even if you don't know that person, by the time class is over, you know, hopefully I've used their name or I've referenced them, I've referenced you. And now without even knowing each other, you guys are connected and really different, you guys are different forms of energy that are connecting on these wavelengths. 
Amazing. And so it gives people, yeah, just this, you know, this is what we're noticing is that we're offering virtual classes right now. And I'm, I'm curious, actually, I'm curious if you're noticing this too, is that these virtual experiences are great for what we need right now, but there's something about human connection when we are in one space and we are going through one challenge together and we each have our own challenge we're going through, but it is really like, I guess the best way to explain it is like a moving meditation. Yeah. And yeah. so that's, that's why I can't wait for you to try it, but I can't wait. Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, I'm curious, do you find that when you're, you're doing these things that like you crave just human interaction? For sure. I mean, we, as thank you for sharing more about that. And yeah. like, you know, I think the, I think you nailed it. So, so eloquently that, you know, we are energetic, mm. we are energy, right? We are made up of it and we crave, we crave that connection and that community and even before the pandemic and all of these things, you know, really changed our life, like even, you know, creating community was so important then because already we were pretty disconnected, you know, working very scheduled, isolated, um, our social channels, you know, and all those things. But now it's, it's at like the big scale where we can really see how important it was to have connection. I mean, people are craving hugs, just so much hugs and just to be around each other. I mean, my brother told me he lives in Portland and he just went to a buddy's house and they were six feet or 10 feet away from each other, just drinking a beer just because they yeah. needed to be with each other. So yes, yes absolutely. I, and anything physical and even a meditation, it's amazing to give it virtually and you can reach so many more people and then it's accessible to so many and at different times. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something about this just intuitive connection that happens when we're all in a room together. And what came up for me when you were talking about that is like, there's this initiation and kind of a rite of passage when you're in this like hard situation, whether it's physical or real challenge, like we're in right now, that then you come out of together and then you're auto automatically bonded with yeah. that experience. Right. And I think that's so cool. Um, so I am curious how <laughs> all of this pandemic and the virus and everything how do you stay connected to your, you know, your, your source of truth and how do you stay on your path during this time? Mm. Um, wow. Uh, you know, I think had you asked me this a couple weeks ago, that would have been a really hard answer for me to give you because gosh, I think that we're being tested in just a way that we need to be tested. Honestly, uh, I, I was listening to a podcast this morning that I think kind of ruffles some feathers, but for me, I connected to it because it's the direction that I'm going right now. So, and it talked about, you know, the actions that you're doing right now. So what you do right now is setting your foundation for how you come out of this. Mm -hmm. so I've really had to think to myself, because now too, and I think that you, you can relate to this, you're the face of Lauren, but you're also the face of inner rebel, you know, and mm -hmm. inner guidance. And so I have to remind myself just as one, again, I, I relate this back to Miss America because I see a lot of ties right now. And that at that time, I was not just representing Genevieve, I was representing the Miss America organization. So now I'm, I'm representing myself and I'm representing women as, so I have to be really mindful in what I say and what I do. But I also have to realize that in a sense, I'm a leader right now. And as a leader, I think that we have obligations 
to recognize that we're human, but to also recognize that we've taken on a responsibility to guide people through something so that they can get stronger through this. And so I've had to really reconnect with my why. And I, I think that you, again, I, we're just, I know we think a lot on the same wavelength of, you know, when life is challenging and when times are challenging and you want to throw in the towel and you want to, you know, Netflix all day and just like not even get dressed. Like even today, I was like, I'm just going to keep sweatpants on the bottom. But I was like, you know what? No, I need how we show up for ourselves right now is going to directly influence how we show up for ourselves down the road. Mm. And so I think that's been the biggest thing right now where on the days where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm exhausted. Cause I'll be, you know, we're human. I am exhausted. I am tired. I am frustrated. I'm sad, but I'm also finding moments of joy and, and of excitement and of hope. And I have to, at the end of the day, again, going back to fear that recognize that this fear that maybe I'm feeling right now, I believe this fear is pushing me to do something bigger. And, and that's something that my faith in that has to be stronger than my fear at this point. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, no doubt that this journey is, is challenging for everybody. We are all human and every emotion you just named is literally the human experience, which is the point, right? We can't just always be happy or always have joy. You know, it's, it's a full range. And also that's something I think just in general, we're all being, we're all faced with right now because we have no other choice but to face it. Yes. Oh yes, absolutely. There's no other distraction. Um, what, if you don't mind sharing, what is the, what was, or is the, you know, this, what is the biggest challenge for you right now that, you know, a few weeks ago, had I asked you that, it sounds like it would have been a different answer. What is, what is the biggest challenge you're facing right now? Yeah. I think the biggest challenge I'm facing right, right now is the challenge of how to show up because I mean, today really, I, I feel good today. I feel motivated. I feel inspired but I'm also empathetic towards those who maybe aren't having that kind of a day. And that, and that's life no matter what at any point in life. And I think that's an important thing to understand with this pandemic is that life as we know it is continuing to move forward, whether we recognize it or not. So, mm-hmm. you know, grief, sorrow, loss, um, celebration, uh, a joy, again, these things are going to continue to happen. And so it's finding that balance between showing up for people in the way that I feel like they need to have someone show up for them. And I think the biggest challenge that I'm finding is how, how do I feel empathy for someone? Because I can understand, I can relate. Like I said, I, I've had like my lowest of lows and my highest of highs in the last couple of weeks, but how can I also take that empathy and and then turn around and motivate someone to say, you know what, sit in whatever you need to sit in right now. But whether we recognize it or not, at some point, we're going to have to face the challenge that is in front of us and climb this mountain and move forward. And so I'm here for you. If you need to grieve, I'm here for you. If you know, you need to vent, but also, I'm also going to be that friend that's going to say, you know what, you're a strong person. You have something far brighter waiting ahead for you. So the sooner we can get out of this darkness together. And again, I really do think it's important for people to sit in what they're feeling right now so that they can fully move forward. But the sooner that you can sit in in that and pause and reflect and ask yourself, why am I being put through this? And what is there to gain? Man, there's something I think, like I'm 
I'm actually really excited for what's going to come out of this because I think we're going to have a group of remarkable leaders and a group, just a community that is stronger coming out of this. And I feel very passionate that what lies ahead of us is, is greater than something that any of us could have envisioned really. And this is why I said you are just a woman of incredible strength. Gosh. I mean, it's not like this every day, but today is a good day. No, even on a bad day, you know, you're a very strong person. So I'm wondering who's, who's, who's your rah-rah person, you know, Mm -hmm. who's supporting you and you honestly, like you, I, I, and then I'm not just saying this. I, I, again, this goes back to, I've been very fortunate that I've had a group of strong women to support me. And I don't truly, I don't think I could have gotten here without them. And so, you know, I've got uh, my closest girlfriends. You've been such a powerful source for me. Uh, our community, I've had women, you know, women as community has been run for the most part by me for several months. And I've had women come out recently who, who, you know, we don't have the budget to pay employees right now, but who want to be a part of this mm. and who want to help and give. And I think that those are the people to connect to. Mm. Um, and I would encourage people right now, something that's been really on my mind is that you are, you know, like the five people that you surround yourself with. And right now, if you think about, okay, well, I'm quarantined with my family. <laughs> These are the people who I'm like, but really like who, who are you connecting with on social media or who are you, who are you calling every day? Who is your go-to? Mm-hmm. I've got a girlfriend that I've really tried to be intentional with making sure that we, you know, FaceTime or, or, uh, message each other or call each other every day because she is my source that grounds me. I mean, she grounds me. We've had some really tough conversations with each other, but she's also a huge cheerleader for me. And I think you need to find that person who will cry with you and who will laugh with you and will mm-hmm. listen to you vent, but will also say, you know what? Enough is enough. Let's, let's, let's search for together. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, those friendships are amazing. I mean, truly we are just a connected, yeah. species. you know, we really do rely on each other and, and, and need each other so much. Um, and you've been an amazing inspiration for me and connection and source of like, you know, strength and encouragement yeah. and inspiration and positivity. Um, so we're, we're, nearing the end and I want to be mindful of your time, but I have a few rapid fire questions. Oh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. Okay. Ready? Okay. All right. Um, this morning, what did your, you know, whatever you want to call it, higher self, inner guidance, like when you woke up and you were meditation, journaling, what did your inner guidance advise for you today? Mm-hmm. Maybe nothing. Yeah. But. No, I'm, you know, to something that I'm really focused on is, is strength. And so it's interesting. You've said that a few times is, is strength in that, you know, whatever happens today, you're strong enough, you're strong enough. And this is meant for you. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Did you have a mantra this morning? Yeah. Yeah. Strength. So my mantra strength. is like, okay, I'm strong. I'm strong. Yeah. I am strong. I'm I think strong. every single person listening to this right now, like just take a just moment. Breathe it in. Yeah. I am strong. You are. Yes. And and I I totally get that, you know, waking up and, and feeling that feeling, you know, you are strong enough and truly that's the truth. You are, you you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be at this time experiencing these things if you weren't strong enough to pull yourself through and to pull each other through it. At least tell yourself it until you believe it. Right. 
It's not about thinking yeah. it, but it's about telling yourself something often enough until you just believe that that is the truth. Yeah. And another thing is, you know, saying an affirmation with, within a state of gratitude of it already have taken place. Yes. You yes. are already, you know, you are strong. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, so I really truly believe that like this time is really just shown that people are good at heart, right? Mm-hmm. And um, good at heart and no matter all the chaos that's going on, what do you think is one thing we can do to help each other be less fearful during this time? Mm. I mean, I think that you hit it. People are good at heart. I think kindness, kindness is such a powerful tool and you know, it's something that I would teach in my self-esteem workshops to girls every single time was that, you know, you don't have to like everyone. You don't have to be best friends with everyone, but at the end of the day, you do have to be kind to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Kindness goes a yeah. long way for yeah. sure. What book would you recommend for, to, for everybody to read right now? Ooh, okay. Uh, so the book that I'm reading right now that I actually asked my team to read is the 15 laws of growth. Yeah, we're in a state of growth right now, you know, yeah. and that time of, and he talks about this, John Maxwell, pause so that we can find growth. So I love that, it. It's a huge one. Any of his books are fantastic though, but I think that one's really crucial to right now. Okay, perfect. And I'll yeah. make sure to have show notes and people can have access to that. That's great. Um, what is your current favorite word? Ooh, uh, empower. It's between empower and evolve. I think because those are things that are really resonating in women's community, but evolve is a big word that I'm, I'm really fixing on right now. Ooh, I love that one. Yeah. Okay, last question. If you had the opportunity, the power to insert one belief into every single person's head yes. in the world, yes. what would that belief be? I am capable. I'm capable. capable, fill in the blank. Yeah. I am capable. I love that. Wouldn't that be amazing Forever. if the whole world felt like that? Can you imagine? I mean, and that's, again, this goes back to this book, but John Maxwell talks about one of the biggest limiting factors is our self-esteem, our self-confidence. If you can be confident in yourself, truly, like you can do anything, anything. Okay. Just on that note, because I think that's an amazing thing. What is something somebody can do to build their, their Mm -hmm. self-confidence? You know, I think answering, asking yourself that question, what do I like about myself? Starting off from the things that you like about yourself. And and this is kind of, you know, uh, on my stories this morning, I talked about this. I looked at my plants and we've got, we name our plants and they're all like Lion King characters. I don't know why we have a dog <laughs> named Simba. And so he loves the plants. We started naming them after different characters. This one right here is, um, not Mufa, uh, Zarabi, Zarabi, the mom. Okay. Okay. And so I looked at the plant. I was like, oh my gosh, you have gotten so like, you're, you're beautiful. Like it's just getting so tall. We have to move it now. And I realized like, what if we, and you've probably heard this before where people say like, what if we spoke to ourselves the way like we speak about plants and you know, like, gosh, you're, you're so vibrant today. You're getting (laughs) beautiful. And so I did, I'm like, what if I spoke that way to myself? Like, gosh, you're crushing it today. Look at you. Like you are just, you are radiant. And, and so I just, I think that that's a big thing, you know? Right. You know what? That's amazing because you're now saying you know, you're taking the strength, right? That we usually look to the outside world to validate and give to us. And you're literally just saying it to yourself, no matter if it sounds funny or if, you know, you feel uncomfortable because we've been taught, don't think too much of yourself. Yes. Yes. Um, and so it's amazing just to turn it in and talk to yourself. Like you would talk to your houseplants. (laughs) 
or I guess like to a child, right? I guess that's- No, I totally know what you're saying. But that's, I was like, if I were to talk to myself, I'd talk to my plants or to my dog. That's a perfect example. Because I just think the world of my dogs. Yeah, and they're the cutest. Yeah. Well, Jen, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. You're a wealth of knowledge and information and inspiration and strength for sure. Um, I will share all the information so everybody has ways and opportunities to connect with you, but just quick highlight, you can cycle bar with her uh, yeah. virtually now. And when we're back into a place where we can come and be together there and then women S community, that is the company she's building and it's just amazing. And I know big things are in store. Um, so I just really appreciate your time and your wisdom and thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was truly a treat to get to do this with you today. Thank you, Lauren. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for tuning into Inner Guidance Daily, episode number six with Genevieve from Women's Community. She has a 21 days of mindfulness program that is launching at the end of spring, which you can find both on Instagram and Facebook under Women's Community. And she also has motivation through movement launching in December, which is right now anticipated to be an in-person event, but if it ends up being virtual, then you'll have access to that as well through Instagram and Facebook. There's also corporate health and wellness coaching available at the end of fall. So that means you can invite women as community to come to your business and help offer health and wellness coaching. All very exciting things. And if you'd like to connect with her, please follow her on Instagram and Facebook under Women Us Community or Genevieve Nutting. And if you feel like somebody should hear this conversation or would benefit from knowing about Inner Guidance Daily, please feel free to pass it along or tag me on Instagram at innerrebel.co. Thank you again for tuning in. It really does mean the world to me that you are taking the time to connect with yourself and your own inner guidance and your own inner strength with Genevieve. Thanks so much.